those two years being down here in Trump land, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to just be here. It wasn't enough just to um, go into you know, the grocery and shop amongst them because I wasn't really forced to make, to, to reach a common goal. And that's what happened in the last uh, two and a half weeks of those. Happy New Year. Welcome to Dallas Gardens. I'm Trev, uh, the first episode of 24. And um, yeah, I'd like to just guess, uh, pick up where we left off there. There's a few things that's happened, uh, updates on what are we doing here at Dallas Gardens, uh, what we're doing with Spread Love FM. Uh, we've been uh, on a reset, so everything's kind of been um, uh, kind of reorganizing and setting our path for 24. Um, but I guess when I last left, we were talking about a renovation of the house and my job at Lowe's, which I have started. And um, it's been, uh, I don't know how to say transformative in a, not a huge way, but in a, I guess in an expected way. And so there's a lot of things I want to get through today, but um, I'll, I'll try to hit one at a time. Uh, starting with uh, the renovation, why don't we start there? Uh, since I started the job at Lowe's, I can start to renovate uh, with the driveway, the painting of the driveway. I'm working in the paint department at Lowe's. I'm actually learning a lot in terms of what it needs to do. So that's gonna happen. It, it, it depends a lot on uh, the pay check because there's also other obligations in terms of uh, paying my uh, paying to keep this house, uh, the rent, my rent for this house. Um, it is our house, but we all, as our family, we pay our portion. So making sure that that uh, most of that's part of the reason I got the job because we needed to support. The, the bills on this house. So that doesn't leave me with a lot for renovating, uh, especially in the first few weeks. But um, one of the things that we were gonna do is power wash. And I actually have a, one of my old friends from New York who saw, the, saw a previous video and saw that I was gonna hire a power wash of almost $1,000. And uh, he actually moved from New York, not too far from here an hour away and he has a power washer power washer so um he volunteered to come through really old friend is my brother from another mother lou and maybe you'll see him on camera he's a old school italian um and uh with a rock and roll background so um we're great friends we worked under the apprentice together he put me in a car with donald trump 101 by the way i was uh, whenever you time you see um whenever you see uh not whenever, but there was a scene in the beginning, in the intro, when Trump drives up to the plane and I was in the shot. And um, put me in a car with Ivanka. We drove from New York, Trump Tower, to the set in New Jersey, and we had a conversation there. So, um, um, so um, yeah, we had an interesting past, and all of the trips that we've done on our film sets, we worked on a lot of film sets. Anyway. I digress. So um, 
Lou is volunteering to help with the power washer. Um, it's a little bit tricky because it does, in my opinion, require a professional touch, not to damage certain aspects. Like you see the pool cage there, power washing it. That's a pool cage there. Power washing it, you could do damage too. And not having insurance, you don't want to do that in terms of uh, not working with a professional. So we'll see. Maybe we'll just do the driveway. I might get some really good discounts on paint, huge discounts on paint. So um, still working all of that out. So we will see when that resumes. Um, but as for the planting, um, you know, we're going to get to that as well. And we have uh, really interesting things in mind that we uh, may want to do in terms of engaging and and um, really having the community be a part of what it is that we're building here. Having events at different um, locations, having people come out, you know, having a gathering a slash flea market a slash a faith-based um, kind of fellowship. So we're working on something. Hopefully we'll have some news in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, so a lot's been going on there. Um, now, in terms of working at Lowe's, it's been really, uh, so let me, let me take it from another path. As you also know, I have my uh, prayer group and we meet four days a week, Monday through Thursday, Monday, sorry, Tuesday through Friday. And uh, we've been meeting, uh, I've been meeting for about six months now. They've been meeting for a couple of years. And um, today, this morning, just you know, a couple of hours ago, uh, we started over. So we finished the New Testament and uh, we started at uh, Genesis. And I got to uh, the tower, the story of the Tower of Babel. And today we spoke about, um, you know, first of all, how it really connects with anti-capitalist message in terms of uh, monopolies and you know having a, a group of neighbors in, in the day of the Bible having their power having their collective uh, wealth to build a tower and how God did not see that as conducive to community and how the messaging in the Bible really aligns with so much of the messaging you see today, even in commerce, even in uh, the activism that I've had before. And how, even with the language, you know, you have an app called Babel because it's learning different languages. And the, the strength in having to connect and communicate with different languages as opposed to one language. And how even in the Bible we see the, the value of community in that if you're not, if you're just engaging with your own, how is it that you can grow? That's the takeaway I had, and I'm not speaking for anybody else in the prayer group. I am a newbie compared to their knowledge of the Bible. But this was uh, one of my first takeaways of uh, the, the Old Testament. So um, I say that to say this, um, because in when I came from New York down to Florida, it was not supposed to be 
a permanent uh, residence here in Florida, but it turned out to be that way after I saw how my family needed me here. And but when I left, it was just initially to go out and get out of the bubble that we had in our activism in that I felt that we were speaking just to our own preaching to the choir it's one way to say it and how I felt that it was a need to go out there into the right-leaning uh, states uh, left-leaning uh, coming from a left-leaning uh, place and um, the value in that in me coming down here but and then I'll show you how I'm going to connect all of this Working at Lowe's is probably the first time in the two years that I've been down here that I felt that I was in a right-leaning world. And that's a good thing because, take it for what it's worth, but we are there all working to accomplish the same goal, which is to give our neighbors the value that they need Um, this is not a capitalist or anti-capitalist message. This is a message about uh, union and fellowship and community. And how that we are working for the same purpose, uh, my coworkers and the customers. How that's really the first time that I've had, that I've been challenged to, by default, engage with people who, and we don't express political views, we don't wear uh, anything that with a political message, I could not wear the, this maybe, you know, something like this would, would be um, probably too much of a messaging in terms of, uh, you know, political activism. So we're not supposed to wear any clothing or any messaging that really speaks to any political leanings. So by default, we are there in a space, but even though we are not supposed to express our political uh, views outwardly, you know, it's pretty obvious in many ways, in some ways, but you can get a different sense of where a person may lean on the political spectrum just by being there, hearing their stories and talking to them. And uh, getting this job at Lowe's, I feel that the two years that I've been down here, amongst my family mostly, just mostly uh, the folks who I've been dwelling with, but that two years not being really in the belly of the, I was gonna say beast, but no, you know, I can't, that's not what I wanna say, it's just, a, but those two years being down here in Trump land, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to just be here. It wasn't enough just to um, go into, you know, the grocery and shop amongst them, because I wasn't really forced to make to, to reach a common goal. And that's what happened in the last uh, two and a half weeks of those. And even the customers hearing stories from ex-veterans about conflict to community. One gentleman uh, was an ex-Marine and, and told me a story of um, how he uh, 
shot in self-defense individuals were trying to, that were trying to rob him and his family in New York, by the way. And just for the record, uh, the way that I've been seeing it break down in terms of people that I've been meeting, um, ironically, I come down from New York to Florida and half of the people I meet are New Yorkers, New Yorkers of the type that I grew up with, uh, to let me specify that. Um, you know, I went to Sheepshead Bay High School, which was at the time half Italian, you know, maybe 40% black and then the rest. And, um, you know, Staten Island, Long Island, and there was a certain uh, kind of um, uh, non-politically correct way of engaging. And that's who we're meeting down here. You know, a lot of, so many New Yorkers moved down here. Uh, they even, you know, refer to us as Northerners. But the other half are locals, born and raised. Some of them never left, uh, you know, Florida um, yet. And, um, but they're all right-leaning. And even as I walk in and I wear, you know, my my pants rolled up and I have my Doc Martens, you know, these, these little signifiers of my leanings. Oh, why are you wearing those boots? You come, you know, you know, why are your pants rolled up? Little things that that may offend some folks. And um, you know, some folks being even me coming from where I came from in New York, like why is that something that you you know you, you can get defensive really quickly here? And just moving through, navigating through my day at work requires grace that's the word I want to use grace and um, what I've learned in the last six months spiritually has really helped me there what I've learned in the last four years in terms of uh, my activism has really helped me there and at each stage it required me being pushed to learn these things and to get along. And I had another gentleman uh, at work who was really pushing my buttons and it really forced me to kind of really check myself on how much is this love thing is real. You know, I speak about love and spreading love. And um, it really challenged me really in a way that I haven't been challenged, like, I think, you know, in years. And uh, ironically, he was from New York. Ironically, he went to Tilden High School, <laughs> which was down, I laugh because it's down the block from the school, the elementary school I went to, and they used to steal our bus passes. And he was true, he was really pushing my buttons on, and I, you know, but in the end, I, I chose to share grace with him and to actually tell him, listen, man, I, you know, I love you, man, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it came to that. And I, I basically faced what I felt was negative energy with something that was positive. He smiled. And um, when I made a joke, oh, you, you, you know, you went to Tilden? You know, I went to Flatbush, SDA, which is a, a private school, elementary school. You guys used to take our bus passes. And this, it all makes sense now. This is why you treat me like this. <laughs> Yeah, he had no choice but to laugh, you know, and that to me was God helping me 
to choose love, whereas in the past I may have, you know, I, yeah, I've walked off jobs as a youth for less than that. And now um, I realize that love is really is the answer to so much of the challenges that we meet. Spreading love, you know, love conquers all. You could, somebody could send as much hate as they want to you, but if you send back love, you know, you are uplifted and empowered because of it, and I was. And um, the moment I did that, you know, I, and then I would just, as I'm working, I'll be spreading love. Spread love. I'll be singing, you know? And I could feel like he's, oh, he's, I'm not getting to this guy. Why is he not shaking? Why is he still happy? Why is he still snapping his fingers? Why is he still singing? And I know that, you know, man, you could send all the hate, quote unquote, hate to me that you want, but I'm going to send back more love. And that's what I told him. I told him, listen, man, you send me hate, I'm going to send you love. I told him. And there was a point when he was still barking out audience and I would joke around and say, yes, Sue's chef. Like, you know, those reality chef shows. And, um, you know, people would have a little bit of a laugh. And even that, I have to kind of question myself because I don't want to uplift myself by bringing him down in any way. But it's human nature. So I got to fight against that. So um, these are the type of lessons I'm learning. It's only a, you know, a couple of weeks in and um, there will be many challenges, but I need to be there because being in a comfort zone or a zone where you don't deal with engaged people who are outside of your political kind of um, uh, political leanings is, is not how we grow, not how we, how we move forward. So um, yeah, so yeah, I think I'm gonna leave there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave there for today um, a couple of things I guess I want to make a couple of announcements before I leave um, I'm gonna be in Orlando January 24th and 20, 25th 26th at Podfest number 10 and I'm gonna be there and I'm gonna be uh, spreading love there as well um, if you are in Orlando check out Podfest Maybe we could get together. I'm going to try to have maybe a, a fellowship of podcasters. And we're going to spread love, you know. So I'm going to end here by saying this. I'm going to try to end every, every podcast with a, a verse that I shared in our anthem. And, I, and, it, go, and it goes, as you know. One more thing I might declare when I say spread love, neighbor, is that what you hear? Do you switch love with hate to ease your fear? Will this thing called hate, it'll ruin your year. Let me say it again in a more specific way. This thing called hate, it'll ruin your day. Grab the mic so that I can say, spread love to my neighbor, let the hate float away. I say it loud just to catch your ear. Spread love's the catchphrase of the year. Thanks to neighbors like you. This is why we're here, to spread love to our neighbors, let the hate disappear. Spread love, neighbor, that beat will move your feet. Spread love, neighbor, let's put it on repeat. Spread love, neighbor, who would you like to thank? Spreadlovefm.com, I'll let you fill in the blank. And that's what I'm asking you, to go to spreadlovefm.com. I'm going to post this uh, where you can spread a message of love to somebody that you appreciate 
maybe it's an enemy, maybe it's a coworker, maybe you had a disagreement. Uh, record a video, upload it, and um, we'll post it because we want to spread love. And that's what I'm going to be doing at Orlando as well. I'm going to be spreading love. So if you want to join our you know, army of love, please do. And um, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, Dallas Gardens, um, we actually have uh, one of the trees that we visited uh, last time. It's actually uh, sprouting roots. I'm going to take you over there for, uh, to close out. And um, yeah, so let's take a walk and we'll wrap it up. And, uh, oh, my back is killing me. And uh, yeah, here it is right here. It's uh, starting to sprout. And uh, not much, but a little bit. You can see the roots. These are growing a little bit more, so you can't really see the lighting is not as conducive to uh, highlighting it. But um, yeah, so Dallas Garden is still going, spread love still happening. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things coming in the meantime. Uh, yeah, keep supporting. Let a, let a neighbor know that you love him. And um, I'll see you in the next episode.